Blog Talk Radio. Tuning in once again. It is Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That could only mean one thing. It is time for the best sports talk show. This is the best two hours of your sports week. This is the place where sports opinions collide. You are locked in to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. The phone number to call in, area code 646 478 0356. Again, 646. 646- Four seven eight zero three five six. This is an interactive show. We ask that you not just listen to the show, be a part of the show, participate in tonight's discussion. Now, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can log into our chat room. Our chat room is always open and it's always interactive. Create a profile for yourself and join the discussion. Or you can log in as a guest and watch the uh, participants in the chat room go back and forth. Uh, if you're on Facebook, hit us up, facebook.com backslash Dead End Sports. Like our page, become a fan of our page, keep up with show updates. Um, if you're on Twitter, hit us up on Twitter, at Dead End Sports. Uh, you can also follow us individually. You can follow me, at 12Kyle. You can follow Ken, at K-B-I-N-G-E. You can follow Beezy, at Beezy430. You can follow FIFO, at FIFO247. Remember, the show is being broadcast live each and every Tuesday night. So in the event you cannot listen to the show live or you missed any parts of the show, make sure that you check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com backslash Dead End Sports. You can also check us out on Stitcher as well as iTunes. Uh, if you check us out on Stitcher or iTunes, make sure to leave a review. All reviews will be read live on the air. Uh, if you're on YouTube, go to youtube.com backslash dead end sports we have a channel there a lot of videos there watch our videos more importantly subscribe and even more important than that pass the word tell a friend to tell a friend about the best sports talk show out right now you're locked in like i said for the next two hours to dead end sports again i'm your host 12 kyle so much to talk about man to be honest uh (laughs) i really don't even know how or where this show is going to go uh, but we ask that you definitely participate with us tonight. We're going to be rocking up until uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, I forgot to tell you, check out our website, too. If you missed any parts of the show, our shows, our podcasts are lo- uploaded to our webpage, deadendsports.com. Again, phone number to call in, 646-478-0356. Again, 646-478-0356. Um, 
Like I said, so much to talk about, man. Of course, I'm not going to be doing the show alone. Uh, fellas, my partner's going to be in here just a second, um, and we're going to bring everybody on. Uh, I just got a text. B is running just a little bit late, so we'll bring B on in just a second. Right now, let's bring it on Professor X of the crew, my man Ken. Ken, what up? Hey, what's going on, Cal? Hey, you know what, Cal? Um, forgot to mention, man, and uh, this is kind of new for us, but um, we, we, we partnered with SoundCloud. So, okay. you know, people can check out the the podcast archives there as as well. Um, um, it, it's a new thing, so we're, we're kind of testing it out, seeing how it works. And uh, But I think one of the advantages that SoundCloud has is that they have a mobile app. So, um, and I know for those of you that, yeah, for those of you that, you know, are not, you know, part of Stitcher or have a Stitcher app, or if you don't have the, the an iPhone and have the iTunes podcast app, then SoundCloud is another way you can actually tune into the show. You can listen to it on the go, working out, you know, on your commute or wherever. So, um, so you can definitely download the app. You can go to the, the website and it should play there also. So, uh, let's add SoundCloud to the family and hopefully. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You can't beat that. I mean, uh, everything is, like you said, everything is on SoundCloud, and I think what makes it uh, that much sweeter for us is that it's just another forum for us to get our content out and pass the word. Definitely want to pass the word. The phone number to call in, 646-478-0356. Again, 646-478-0356. Man, so much to talk about uh Full slate, full show. We have, and we probably have full phone lines before the night is done. So, uh, pass the word. Get in while you can. Get in where you fit in. Six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Um, let's start right here, man. NFL. Uh, a lot of stuff happened today. Uh, a lot of stuff was rumored to happen coming into today. Uh, some things still haven't panned out just yet for some um, players in free agency. Um, but I'll start first with you, Ken. Man, what what's your? Uh, <laughs> we haven't even been. We're not even. We went four out five five hours into free agency. What's your take on what you've seen thus far, man? I think it's crazy. Uh, I did not expect this free agent frenzy that that we're seeing. Um, you know, and, and I think what what was really unique about this year compared to others that I can remember is that there were a lot of stories breaking a week before the deadline. Right. And, uh, you know, and I thought that that was kind of unique that the NFL or whomever were, were like seeping this information out about who's going where, who's signing with who, who's going to do what, you know, you know, and, and, and I, I thought that that was kind of odd because it's like, the NFL is really trying to stay in your presence 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's something that I've, it's a trend that I've noticed over the last couple of years. And this year it was really, really clearly evident <coughs> excuse me, that, that this is something that they want to do. Mm-hmm. So you have all of these, these stories coming out, which is, is not unusual, but it was so many involved so many big, big names. And it was just story after story after story. And nobody was really worried about tampering or anything like that. So you heard about the Marshall trade and, and, and Sue, I think, broke 
before anybody can be signed. Uh, the Peterson stuff continued to be a thing. And it's like, you guys are done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Like, you guys had a great Super Bowl. You're in the off season, and, and it's like, it's like they create this whole thing. And so, so all of that stuff was happening, and then here we are, bam, and it's like everything went nuts. I mean, I don't recall a, a, a year where so many big names were either traded, released, or dropped. Because normally the NFL don't trade people, not right, big right. names. So you had McCoy, then you had Brandon Marshall, and then you had the one that happened today with Foles, and I think there was another one that happened. Now, it was crazy. You know, I, I wrote on Twitter that the NFL teams are trading people like like Madden. You know how when you play Madden, mm-hmm. exactly, people because you can do that. But the NFL was just doing that left and right. So it, it's it's really a new climate for the NFL, and I'm curious to see what happens next year because it's, it's, this is uncommon. I, I'm not used to this, but it was so many things happening so quickly and so many unexpected things that it really led for a bigger day than I even anticipated. Everybody's going absolutely nuts on Twitter. Right, yeah, I, I, man, I, I feel the same way. I, I did not anticipate this. I knew it was going to be big, and, and we're going to um, touch into some of the things that happened today. Um, there was a lot of talk leading up to it, which you know could involve tampering uh, for one, the – Ndamukong Sue deal, which has not been consummated as of yet between Ndamukong Sue and the Miami Dolphins. Um, from what I've read, uh, it's speculated that they're kind of holding off because they want to make the NFL wants to make sure that there was no tampering involved. But we saw a frenzy last year, but not not like this. I mean, so many players on the move, so many players on the go. Um, one thing I have to, to just to remind people as we get into this discussion, while it is great to sign different players and everything like that, it's just like anything else. you got to get the right players to fit your scheme. It doesn't it doesn't make you any sense if you go get a 3-4 linebacker and he's better off playing in a 4-3 and you run a 3, you know, you run 3-4. Um, and so, you know, you you got to have pieces that fit your system. So that being said, and I hope, we all hope that some of these players that are on the move you know, are good fits for the systems that they're entering because, you know, quite frankly, these teams are spending a lot of money. Uh, that being said, man, I, I, I'm i much like you, man. I was in and off, in and out today, so I was checking my phone, and, I mean, my phone was just, after 4 o'clock, my phone was, like, buzzing like crazy just from the tweets and, and, and things that, that was happening around the league. Uh, just before we went on the air, Darrell Revis has announced he has signed – to go back to the New York Jets, um, I don't. I didn't get the numbers as to how much it was for. I know he was looking to get around twenty million. Um, yeah, but Revis is a Jet. He's leaving the Patriots after playing there and winning a Super Bowl just a month ago. So, I mean, <laughs> it's been crazy, man. I mean, it has truly been crazy. Um, like I said, the the it's, it's now that's what we're calling it tonight. It's the free agent frenzy, the free agency frenzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's like bring that. on our, our boy B is on the way. Let's bring on FIFO. FIFO, what's up, man? Yo, yo, what's good? What's good, man? No much. I don't know what was happening, man. I was trying to call. Oh, we just, like my phone. We, we were just talking about um just uh, uh, just our general thoughts on 
what, mm-hmm. what's going on, what happened today as far as free agency. And like I was telling Ken, we're, we're just five hours in, and, I mean, we've seen so much. Are you surprised that things have happened at this pace? Um, at the pace um, itself? Uh, kind of not, not really because, you know, uh, I think I, I caught part of the show, and I agree with Ken, where, you know, the NFL does want to be in front of your face the whole year. They you know do. Because so, we, so, nobody's talking basketball today. Mhm, mhm. You know, agreed. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, I, 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 I'm I, the pace itself. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised at the pace. Um, I, I like some of the moves. I think they're interesting. Um, you know, Revis back to the Jets. That, that, that's kind of crazy. Uh, Sam Bradford. Uh, I don't, I don't. You know, I don't know what's happening over there in Philly, but uh, that's <laughs> we'll real that. interesting. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, I, I look, I think Sam Bradford, when healthy in college, he would have been, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if he would have never got hurt, he could have been that guy. But I just think he's right. damaged goods at this point, personally. Now, he could prove me wrong. You know, athletes do that all the time, or they wouldn't be athletes. But, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's that guy. Um, and Chip Kelly, he's, he's making a lot of questionable moves. I'm not going to really, you know – I, I just want to see what that looks like. I, I'm already ready for the regular season. Like honestly, and Dominican Sue, like like, did you see the reports of um, how the 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 contract is structured? Like like, when you guarantee money in a contract, the owner has to like like that has to be guaranteed funds up front. So right. now, you know, like like, the other owners that might not be as liquid might not be able to make those type of deals. Even though, you know, they can make big deals, they might not be able to do it as quickly. So, you know, that might that might start to trigger, you know, these super rich owners going after guys, you know, with more guaranteed money up front and quicker and all of that. So I don't it, it, it's a lot of interesting things happening. No doubt, Yo, no doubt. See, um, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, hey, did you guys see what um what what Deion Sanders had to say about Everything that was going down, how sometimes the grass. No, what did he say? He uh, he nah. tweeted out that you know sometimes the grass, basically the grass isn't all. He said that he hopes the, you know the NFL players that are making these moves are really thinking about the moves that they're making, and that the grass mm-hmm. isn't always greener on the on the other side, and that because you know there's been this this big thing that and, and we kind of you know uh, put it out this narrative out there and Stephen A. Smith is definitely a, a huge proponent of it. In terms of get your money, you know, not for long. The NFL is a business. They'll use you. And some of the moves that we're seeing, you know, I believe, you know, fits that narrative. And I think that that's what Sanders was actually tweeting about when when he said that. I think that was one of the things that he was talking about. He could have been subtweeting, you know, for all I know. Right. But I, it was interesting that he said that, you know, uh, today and I'm trying to look up the uh, the actual uh, quote if you guys will give me a second. But uh, but back to this this whole day though. Um, I mean it was to the point man where I had to start following Adam Schefter because I, I didn't I didn't follow. Him. <laughs> and I was like because I, I, normally I just kind of you know I, I follow dead in, the dead in sports account and most of the right. stuff I get comes from there because it's, it's pretty much just you know as as timely as most of the other sources or it's going to be a retweet or something. So right. or I got for app which is gonna pop up notifications. So I do a good job of keeping up. But so much was happening today I had to actually follow him because I follow him and then the rap sheet does a good job as well. And then uh, uh I don't follow many sports guys, 
And then there's Wojo, of course, for basketball, even though he's a LeBron hater. But uh, but yeah, man, it was just that. Uh, it's well documented that he 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 always trying to talk less about LeBron. But but Shefter was on it, man. So anyway, yeah, he was. Um, yeah, I gotta commend him for that. Um, so anyway, look. So here's what he said: said free agent. Please know the grass ain't always greener on the other side. I've been in several backyards to know this to be true. Hashtag true. So, hey, I don't know who he was talking to, but, you know, he, he well, I mean, well, Dion knows. I, I think you be, that's a great point. Deion Sanders, uh, more than anybody else, understands what it's like to – to, to leave a team. I mean, we saw him leave the the Cowboys to go to the 49ers, and, you know, he was successful. And then we also saw him leave to go play for the Redskins and the Ravens. And, I mean, like, Dion had, like, his last couple of years, he was just, you know, he was almost like a hired gun. He was just jumping from team to team. Um, and it could have you when you said subtweet, I immediately thought about Revis. Um, but um, but as far as I know, they've got a pretty good relationship. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. that It you never can tell, uh, and and we're gonna. I'm gonna throw something out about whether or not we think people really want to win, or or, it's, or if it's about the money, uh, because it, this is a league that you know the NFL stands for not for long. I mean, you have to do what you have to do. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna definitely get into it hot and heavy tonight. A lot of NFL talk. Whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about your team, if you want to talk about some moves, some questionable moves. You want to talk about some trades. Whatever's on your chest, get it off your chest. Hit us up six four six. Four seven eight zero three five six. Let's bring on the beat maker of the crew. He hails from the D. My man Beezy. Beezy, what up though? Oh, what, what, what's good? What's good, fella? Chilling, man. What's up with you? Ah, uh, I just had to take care of some stuff. That's all. Sorry, I'm a little oh, late. It's all good. It's all good. We just getting it cranking, you know I mean? man. You know what I mean? Had to tell him to give me my money. Give me. My money. <laughs> You gonna pay for thirty. You gonna pay for thirty. <laughs> hey man, so let's let's start. Let's start, man. With with Indomitian Sue, man. It's it's not a done deal as of yet, man. But sixty, like FIFO says, sixty million guaranteed, man. Six a hundred million dollar for a hundred million dollars for a defensive tackle. Um, I mean, he's leaving your Lions, B. So I'll start with you, man. Do you think they should have broken the bank for him? No, I, not. I mean, they should have broken the bank, but not not that damn high. I mean, because you know how much how much JJ Watt got paid? Didn't he get paid like close to the hundred mil? Or he got uh, he, yeah, he was like in the in the nineties, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, keep it real. He's he's more of a he's more of a defensive impact player than Donovan Sue. I mean, Donovan Sue had a great rookie year with us. Um, I think and then like I think his sophomore year was kind of iffy, and I think the year before last was iffy. He had a pretty good season this past season, but I mean it's not like he just had like you know four you know how long he been league four years four four outstanding years you know like right. that wise for him to get that kind of bread. So you know if he gets that much bread, <laughs> I think when they say on sports and how much you pay the quarterbacks now if if if, if, a, if a defensive tackle getting paid. You know, 114 million, 68 million, 60 million guaranteed. You know, JJ Watt is clearly like the best, you know, defensive guy. He should be making the, the highest bread as far as defensive player. But dang, man, that's that's crazy. And I, but you know what? Though, to be honest, I saw it coming. I told Ken, I'm like, look, if, I'm like, it's going to be a team out there that's going to offer. I thought it was going to be the Raiders of Jacksonville, but it was, I was like, it's going to be a team that's going to offer him 100 mil. Somebody going to offer him 100 mil. Whoever his agent is. Hey, kudos to them for having having them get that bread. But I knew he was gonna leave us. I because I knew we wasn't gonna we wasn't gonna 
offering that much money. So, hey, brother going after that cheese, man. I can't really hate him because, hell, tax-free in Florida, and you get paid. Yeah, oh, no question. 14, no question. $60 million. So, you know, I can't, I, can't, I can't really get mad at it because I kind of saw it coming. Like, it was just like, yeah, I knew we weren't getting ready to resign him. It would have been different if, like, I kind of had some hopes or I had, like, great feeling that we was going to resign him. But once the, re- once the season was over, I was like, eh, he ain't, ain't going to be with us next year. It was like I kind of saw it coming, so I'm not, like, really – Tripping. Um, appreciate everything he did for Detroit Lions, but you know this guy. Right. It's like next next man up. You know what I'm saying? For so that's how I'm looking at it now. Next man up. Yo, no you 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 you, ahead, you you know um what I just came across um I I didn't know Jimmy Graham got traded to uh to the C- yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, um, dude. Man, hey, man, look. Wait, man we, we've been on Twitter talking about this, man. You need to come back on Twitter, man. You know, man, I was in a meeting and I saw your tweet because I, I didn't, I didn't see, I got the tweet from you, B, before I even saw it come from, um, uh-huh. from, from Dead End Sports. That was Jimmy Graham going to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, my timeline was on fire, man. Me and Ken was just tweeting back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Bruh, I, I, all I know is that I've been saying for a while, Seattle just needs one of those athletic, go-get-it type it, of guys. Man, yo, they're going to the third straight Super Bowl. I'm picking them already. Hey! <laughs> like, like, like that? It's like that. Hey, you know what? It's rare that I agree with FIFO, but I am too. I mean, this, think about it. This is what we talked about just a month ago when Seattle lost this to 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 uh, New England, that they were devoid yeah. of a, a, a game changer, a playmaker on the outside. You put Jimmy Graham along with Russell Wilson and Beast Mode, come on, man. Yeah, that's I mean, problem. and, and, and the Seahawks didn't – I mean, they lost their corner, but, I mean, they can they, they picked up Kerry Williams from uh, the Eagles, who was a very solid corner, you know, almost an all-pro type corner. So, you know, you lose a Maxwell, but, I mean, Seattle basically has the same, same team coming back. I'm not picking against them. I know it's early, and I know you know we haven't put on pads yet, but I'm a Vivo man. I, whew, <laughs> Seattle just got and then, scary. And, and, and then think about their their arch nemesis, the 49ers. They're they're, they're going the wrong way. They're, they're, yeah, they're going man. the wrong way. Seattle yeah. just got better. Seattle got better. Uh, so it, it's it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that we. I mean, we could talk about different things. Um, let's start. You mentioned San Francisco. Uh, I'm sure most of you've heard that all-pro linebacker, all-world linebacker, Patrick Willis, announced his retirement after nine years in the league. Um, a guy, I think, who will definitely go into the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think if he kept playing, he'd probably be first ballot, but a game-changer. Uh, Ken, what do you make of his retirement? I mean, this is a guy who's had some injuries, but, you know, I – the word on the street is that he, you know, during his injury, his healing process, he, you know, kind of found religion and he wants to kind of pursue that. And he's walking away from the game and at, at, at the peak of his career, he's only 30 years old. So, I mean, he, he's in the, he's in the middle of his prime. What do you think about a guy like Patrick Willis walking away and what it does to, you know, the San Francisco 49er team who have already lost Jim Harbaugh, already lost Frank Gore, uh, just to name a few. Well, <clears throat> I think if he took care of his money, I, I don't think it's a bad decision. Um, he can walk away healthy, you know, and he can enjoy the rest of his life. Um, he was a beast. We all know that. But, um, you know, I, I, I commend any player for walking away just to achieve happiness. You know, it's kind of like Larry Sanders who did the same thing. 
um, you know, sometimes, man, you just realize you just, I mean, you, you ain't got it. And, and like you said, he's been hurt um, a lot for for the last couple of uh, years. So, you know, just just do it while you can still walk, man. And as long as he can care of his money, I think he'll be he'll be all right, man. And I commend you know him for acknowledging that you know this, he's just not ready to play this game anymore. I think it's also similar to, uh, and I thought this was surprising when I saw that Jake Locker announced his retirement. Yeah, Jake Locker retired. Yeah, eighth overall pick, Manny, but again, another guy that just couldn't stay on the field. And, you know, he, he's had peaks and valleys in terms of his play. You know, he, he can definitely scramble. He can throw the ball. You know, he has some inconsistencies, but he's never on the field enough to really develop into a, a complete quarterback. But the, the potential was always there. But another guy that constantly stayed hurt, and, you know, he just was like, yo, I'm just hanging up before it's too late. And uh, and I always commend guys that, that can do that. You know, sometimes you know what your body can and cannot do. Right. Right. What about you, FIFO? Thoughts on Patrick Willis walking away from the game at at the, the height of his game? Hey, you know what, man? You know, the, the, I, I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame him. Football is is the most violent and dangerous sport and it has the shortest uh, lifespan of any pro sport. So for me, if he feels that he's financially sound, he likes where he is, he's not necessarily playing for the Hall of Fame and those other things, then hey, hey, it's his decision and I respect him for it, man. Uh, I don't have no issues with it. Uh, Good for him. That's how he feels, man. Good for him. No doubt, no doubt. What about you, B? Yeah, I mean, hell, great life. Like Ken, as people say, you know, financially, if he's good, if he's, if he's stable, if he can, you know, if he got some other plans in his life that we don't know about because none of us are in his life. So people need to stop criticizing that man for retiring at an early age. It's his life. He can do whatever he the hell he wants to do. So it's killing me that people are just like, oh, he's a sucker. I can't believe he's leaving. Like, you're not living his life. You're not in the shoes. You don't know what that man has went through you know, for him to come up with that decision. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to him. If he feel like this is the right decision for him to make to, and to get out of brutal sport like football, you know, so be it. I mean, good, good for him. You know, I, and I wish him the best. I wish him the best. Much success after his football career. I hope I hope whatever he chooses to do, he'll be successful at it, man. So, you know, I, I, you know I'm not, you know, if people would be so hungry to just watching talent, I always want to be entertained, but be entertained, be entertained, be entertained all the time. It's like it's not, it's not, it's more than that. It's more, it's more the life than just football. So, and he's seeing that at an early age. So, I think that's good, man. I hope he, hope he, I, hope, I wish him best of luck. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I much like you guys, the NFL. I applaud anyone who who can actually because think about it like this. Just like we're hearing about these free agents and, and all of these signings and everything like that, the thing that we're not hearing about is the guys who won't get that phone call, the guys who right. won't get invited back to camp, or the guys who get invited to camp when the teams know full well that they're going to cut them before the season starts. So there are going to be a ton of guys that's going to be forced into retirement because nobody's calling. And I, I commend anyone who can – because let's just keep it real. Very few NFL players – leave the game on their own terms. They either leave via injury or they leave because they can't find work. That's usually the way it works. Very few get to do the Brett Favre or John Elway and, you know, announce your retirement and ride off into the sunset winning a championship. It rarely happens like that. 
Most players are either. I mean, you look, and we we're looking at even some great players. Look at Troy Polamalu right now with the Steelers. I mean, he had a he's had a Hall of Fame career, and they basically want him to retire. I mean, this is a guy who's done everything, but he's not the same Troy Polamalu that he was five years ago. So, and he's been injured. So, you know, now he has to make a decision, and the Steelers are basically saying, well, you know, if you don't retire, we're gonna cut you. You know, and it, it, he deserves better than that, but. You know, guys. Some guys don't want to. They don't want to stop playing. So I, I commend a guy like Patrick Willis. Uh, like I said, I think he's got a Hall of Fame career. I think he was, you know, dominant as his position for so many years. Um, I think, you know, I commend him for leaving. I, if he found religion, you know, more power to him. Whatever he wants to do, I think he he will be successful at it. Because I think when you achieve this kind of success at the high level, I think it, it usually bodes well for you, especially if you're focused. Um, Phone number to call in six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Uh big trade went down today as well. Didn't see this one coming. Sam Bradford <laughs> the often injured Sam Bradford is traded to the Philadelphia Eagles for um Nick Foles. Um Chip Kelly, once again, second week in a row, has left us scratching our heads. Um before I weigh in on this, <laughs> B, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on Sam Bradford, man, for Nick Foles? Ah, uh, man, that that day, that's that's a uh, scratcher. That's a uh, a head scratcher right there. I don't know why would you get you you see what this man has done in the past, or what he hasn't done in the past with three or four seasons because he's been injured. He can't play a right. full sixteen games. I mean, I'm still kind of interested to see what he can do a full fledged. 16 game season. This is like he he's always getting injured at some point. When he got injured this past season, I was like, okay, this dude is done. Like I, I thought he was done. I mean, I was kind of surprised that that the team was still taking a chance on him. I don't know if this is going to be some sort of trade bait that the Philadelphia Eagles plan on doing with him because I, I can't really see them being like, hey, Sam Bradford is going to be our guy just in case Mark Sanchez get hurt. Um, I don't know. I don't think that will be Chip Kelly's uh, motive, but. You know, we've seen crazy things in the NFL. So, I, yeah, it was definitely, like you said, it surprised that out of me. I did not see that coming. That came from left atmosphere. I don't know where that came from. But did that trade for Nick Foles? And I thought Nick Foles was supposed to be that guy. Like, you know, when he got injured and Mark Sanchez got to put on, and, you know, everybody was saying Nick Foles going to be that guy. Nick Foles was well, for cute. But everybody was like, oh, Nick Foles, Nick Foles, Nick Foles. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, the reason why? Because when he had that hot streak, no players, defensive players have film on them. So now you had a whole right. offseason to get film on them. Exactly. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, he ended up getting hurt, so we didn't really get to see him get exposed that much that into the season. But, you know, he was going to get exposed, man. All you, all you need is to get some film on him, and I don't know if he was going to make adjustments. But, you know, hey, it was a shocker. I mean, I don't know. I'm really interested to see what he was going to do with Bradford. Are they going to just use him for trade bait or keep him on the squad? What about you, FIFO? Uh, Nick Foles, man, a guy who was uh, high on uh, Chip Kelly's board, you know, just a couple of years ago. I mean, he had one game where he threw for seven touchdowns in a game, albeit it was against the Raiders. But um, that's another story for another day. But, uh, yeah, Chip <laughs> Chip Kelly shipped him out of town, man, for for Sam Bradford. What's your take on that? I think is I, I, you know how hard I am with injuries. So I, I don't like to move back. Oh, yeah, we don't. <laughs> but... Let's be honest. Who has a higher ceiling? Like, Sam Bradford hasn't even played a full season yet, right? So it's not like he's taking a lot of hits. He's just 
he's he's been kind of fickle ever since his what 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 year did he come out? His junior year, he came out early, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, since his junior year, every it's like one big hit, boom, he's out. I'm not saying that he can stay healthy, but if he can, his ceiling is higher than Nick Foles. And I don't know what Chip Kelly knows, but maybe he thinks that from now on he is going to be healthy. And if he is, I think he could excel in, in that offense. Uh, but I just I don't trust it, and because of that, I, I I don't I wouldn't have made that move personally. So I can't I can't all the way buy in until I see Sam Bradford on the field for a full season. Give me at least one full year. Let me see something. Like, I feel like right. I, I don't even know who this guy is. He he's just always injured. But I tell you this, no doubt. You're right. You're right. What what about you, Ken? What's your take on it? You know, I'm kind of I kind of agree with uh, people, man. I think this is a uh, a a case of buying low, and with with Sam Bradford, and with Nick Foles, you know, especially Chip Kelly knows what type of talent he has, and with the Rams at least they'll know they'll get somebody that may actually stay on the field, you know, that can play decent enough to win some football games. Compared to what they have at quarterback now, he, he, he's probably an upgrade. He is an upgrade. Um, much like B, nobody saw how bad he was. Outside of Q was really the only one that I, I, I recall. Um, but I, <laughs> I agree, man. I think you're, he's taking the upside, and I think this is if this is a play to get if this is trade bait to get Mariota, and that deal doesn't fall through. You at least still have a guy that has first round talent that just has been unfortunate, you know, in his in his career so far to be able to stay on the field. So, and I think the upside that you have with this guy, if you can keep him on the field is tremendously, is high. I won't say tremendously high, but it's high. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with people on this. I think the, you're buying low and, and hoping you, you, you get something out of it. And, um, you know, especially if you don't get Mariota, at least you got a guy that, you know, people people think. You know, they, the only thing against him has been he, he stayed hurt. He's been hurt. And that's it. So if he can stay on the field, who knows what you'll end up with. So um, I don't think it's that risky of a move. It just came out of nowhere. It was a shocking move for a lot of people. Uh, we're we're going to jump to the phone lines because we got phone lines lighting up. We ne- we definitely are not going to keep you guys waiting. Um, let me give you my 12 cents on, on I, I When I read it, and, again, I read, I read it from – I was getting tweets from B like he was uh, Adam Schefter or somebody. Um, when I read it, I was just like, whoa, you got to be kidding me. I thought it was a joke. And then I got the alert from uh, ESPN. Um this is terrible. I mean, I get what you and, and Ken and FIFA. I I I get what you're saying, but the problem is Bradford has never been. Now it 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 could work for St. Louis because keep in mind St. Louis was right there last year. They were just a quarterback away from being you know from from really making some noise in that division. And keep in mind they had a tough division with Seattle. Uh, and 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 uh, San Francisco, um, so they were right there. If they would have gotten and, and Arizona, if they had gotten better quarterback play, I think the Rams could have possibly made the playoffs. But they, I mean, they were down to Sean Hill at some point in time last year. That being said, I think Nick Foles could possibly work in uh, in St. Louis. 
but as far as as far as the Eagles and what Chip Kelly's doing, I wouldn't trade Sam Bradford for a pack of Newports. And I'm being serious. I mean, just think about it. Last week we were talking about Chip Kelly trading for Shady McCoy for Kiko Alonso. Okay, so then they thought, okay, well we're gonna the Eagles are gonna bring in a, a, a better running back than Shady McCoy, who we all agree was top five running back, top three. And they had the eyes set on Frank Gore. Well, Frank Gore just signed with the Colts. So now the Eagles don't have a running back. Oh, and by the way, their number one receiver, Jeremy, Jeremy Macklin, signed with his former coach, Andy Reid, in Kansas City. So they don't have a running back. They don't have a receiver, a number one receiver. They've got Riley Cooper, who's probably a third receiver. Uh, and, and they're just traded for a guy who – probably played more, uh, maybe about four or five more NFL games than the four of us. Nah, Chip Kelly is, I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to sit here and try to explain that move. That was just dumb. I, like I said, I wouldn't trade Sam Bradford for a pack of Newports. Um, I, I don't, it remains to be seen to see what happens. But I, I don't know the if that Trust me, Ken, he, he, Sam Bradford has not been healthy since his sophomore year in college. He has not been healthy at all. This guy, so, get, he stays hurt. And and keep in mind, Ken, you put him behind that god-awful uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive line. Outside of Peters, they don't have a offensive line. So you, you're saying that Foles is the answer? In St. Louis? No, in, in he, Philadelphia. Well, Foles isn't in Philadelphia anymore. He just got traded. No, you're saying that Foles is worth more than Sam Bradford, that you would rather take your chances with Nick Foles than Sam Bradford. I mean, to be honest, Ken, I don't like Nick Foles either, but I would take Nick Foles over Sam Bradford. I mean, but then again, now that's not saying much. Right. So if that's not saying much, why not take that chance to get somebody that's a better, probably a better quarterback? And then if it doesn't work out. but, but, But at least Nick, I mean, Nick Foles had that one injury last year. Bradford's been injured. I mean, Bradford will get hurt jumping out of the shower. I don't trust you that. I, I, he's a nice Kyle, guy. Kyle, I don't trust him. You, Kyle, you know what type of GM you would be? You would be the GM that's okay with mediocrity. And and that's <laughs> keeping Nick Foles. No, that, no, 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 no. You you, have to if you no, no, get no. Sam Bradford, you can't tell me you're trying to win. Sam Bradford won't stay He won't stay healthy long enough. If we if what we said on, on this call right now that – Chip Kelly has three years to get it right. Sam Bradford would not play 16 straight games in none of those three years. I How promise can you. Say you. That? Because he hasn't. Huh? I feel you. I feel you. I, I understand that in the past he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But if he does, then he looks like a genius. And People, we've, been, we've been saying that about that Sam Bradford. Bradford. I, I've I watched you. Sam Bradford since his but, sophomore but, year college. But what is Nick Foles? But what is Nick Foles? Thank you. What is, what is no, 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 you, 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 mis, you misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not bumping for Nick Foles, but I'm saying that you're not upgrading by trading for Sam Bradford. That's what I'm saying. Because what I'm you, saying you, is you, tr- it's the chance. It's, it's, it's a uh, chance. <laughs> you already know <laughs> that what is, That's this poor GM right there. And wait, 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 one more thing. Look, here's the thing. If Sam Bradford gets hurt, then you already have Mark Sanchez, and and is he better than you? <laughs> wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You have Mark Sanchez. We're talking about the problems that we have, Kyle. 
you're you see you are not thinking within the confines of <gasps> you have Mark Sanchez played in that system as a backup to Nick Foles. So you have a guy that has experience running that system. So I I don't know who you think is better, Nick Foles or Mark Sanchez. Now, and let me ask, who's better to you, Nick Foles or Mark Sanchez? Uh, Ken, that's like asking me what to do. What I, I prefer? You, but you, but Ken, you, yeah, that's like asking me if I want shit or sugar fried shit. I mean, what? There's no difference. Exactly. <laughs> both awful. terrible quarterbacks. That, I can't and, name and, five. And Ken, no none of us can name five know. teams that any of these quarterbacks to start for. That's name five teams that any of these quarterbacks to start for. That's not what we're talking about, though. We're talking about the players that we have. So if you're right. saying that Nick Foles is no better than Mark Sanchez, then what's wrong with trading a guy that's complimentary to your backup to get somebody with high upside? Like people said, if it works out, it wins. I, if not, I get right. I, I get what you're saying as far as upside. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not laughing at that. But I, what I'm laughing at is the fact that you think that there is a potential to get to that upside when he hasn't been healthy enough to see that throughout his career and in college. That's so all I'm saying. This guy is injury prone. Huh? What's wrong with taking that chance if you if Hey, you know what? You know what? The, the rest of the NFC East and the rest of the NFC is resting a whole lot easier right now. No Shady and <laughs> no Macklin. But 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 here's the thing too, Kyle. Look, if you get Nick Foles and you're mediocre, you make the wild card. Now you're not drafting in the top half. So if you take Sam Bradford, you take that chance. You don't get Mariota or whatever happens. Next year you're drafting high. There's gonna be some quarterback that's gonna come out. He's gonna be the next thing, and he and and and, and that's what Chip Kelly's gonna get. So it's really look, man. If, if Sam Bradford works, he works. If he don't, then move on. But the thing is, Nick Foles ain't his guy. That's not his guy. He moved on. From and him. you're not losing. You're not losing out on this situation one way or the other. Because you weren't going to win. You're right. You're now that I will win. agree. You're not losing out. You're, you're definitely not winning either. I I, I just don't. I, I don't think you're winning at all. <sighs> that was a good laugh, man. Three four six four six. Four seven eight zero three five six again six four six four seven eight zero three five six. I'm your host, Twelve Kyle. This is Dead End Sports, joined by my partners, man, Beezy, FIFO, and Ken. We are Dead End Sports, the place where sports opinions collide. Pass the word, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Let's jump to the phone lines, man. Let's go to seven seven four seven seven four. You're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where you calling from? What up, guys? What's up, guys? Ryan, what's hey. going on, man? What's up, guys? How you doing? What's good, man? Not too much. Snow's melting. That's good. You show the store every week. What you got for us tonight, man? Oh, man. This this NFL free agency day, I think, was crazier than the NBA trade deadline. Oh, yeah, you could say that. You could say that. I thought that was crazy, but this, like, Moves left and right. I was watching Adam Sheffer and Rappaport, like their tweets, just waiting for the next one. Right, right, yeah, right. right. Your, your, your timeline was hot, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw your tweet when that went out. That <laughs> my thing was blowing up. Yeah, mine was too. Um, now, but the, the Philadelphia Chip Kelly playing chess. Yeah, 
I, he's not sticking with Sam Bradford, I don't think. Like, I saw Q put this, but um, I think because there's a conditional pick with uh, Bradford in the deal that if he doesn't stay on the field, there's like a second-round pick. I think it's for 2016, I think I read. No, it's a fourth-round pick. It's a fourth round if he plays um, X amount of snaps, and then it's a third round if it's less than 50%. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I think he's trying to, like, do some deal like Danny Ainge does with the Celtics when he was stockpiling picks. <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to, like, he's he's trying to, like, do something to get Mariota. I, I really do because, like, this, I didn't, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Like, this, something nobody like that. Nobody He's scheming. He's scheming. Yeah, nobody saw this coming. He's Especially scheming, after after letting Shady McCoy go last week, I know mm-hmm. nobody saw that because you know, and that was the mm-hmm. talk. We even said it here last week. Well, and at least Macklin? they have you know a pretty solid quarterback in Nick Foles, and now Nick Foles is gone. And then Macklin to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I I I thought I was feeling messed up from the stuff going on with New England today, but Philly, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, you, you mentioned New England, Revis. Revis be- just became the highest-paid quarterback highest paid in NFL quarterback. history. Yeah, you got oh, 70 wow, man. million. 79 million guaranteed. 70 million. 70 million, yeah, 39 guaranteed. Oh, wow. I think it's 40 million guaranteed. I think it just, oh, I don't 40 know, million guaranteed. it's around there. It's high. It's high. Like, damn. All I could think of when I saw that is that, that first video you guys posted about LeBron, I want my money. That's, that's <laughs> immediately what I thought. Like, and there- Thirty-three of the thirty-nine million is guaranteed in the first two years. That's ridiculous. Wow! Wow! Just I ain't like, mad at him, man. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at him. You know what? Hey, hey, hey that just, he's getting his money's worth. I, I mean, exactly, exactly. I just hope they at least snag up Browner at this point. Yeah, Browner is, is on the is on the market. Uh, he yeah. he's rumored to be re-signing with uh, the Patriots, so we'll see. Hey, we got yeah. full phone lines, man. As always, Ryan, man, thanks for calling in, brother. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. All, All right, right no problem, man. Peace. Peace. Phone number, Ryan, call 646-478-0356. Again, 646-478-0356. I see we got the, 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 the six-man, our boy Q, up next. Uh, before we jump to Q, I want to ask you guys a quick question. Uh, when the word came out about Sue and the word, obviously, now Revis, Revis, who, as you as we just saw, just won a Super Bowl with New England and now is going back to the Jets, who, you know, really, I mean, he's played for the Jets, so it's not like he's unfamiliar with them, but, you know, obviously this is, will be a new head coach under Ty Bowles, or who's coming over from Arizona, defensive-minded coach as always. Um, but when you hear people say, when you hear athletes say, or particularly these football players say, well, it's not about the money. We talked about Sue, who probably had a better chance that, or the Lions. Let's, I guess it's safe to say the Lions were a lot closer to a Super Bowl than the Dolphins are. When they say it's not about the money, is it? Do you do you buy into that when you went? If if Revis comes on TV tonight and says, "Well, it wasn't about the money," Kim, what, what's your take on that? When you hear these athletes, football players in particular, say it's not about the money, or does it matter? Well, well, um, I, I think. I, I don't know, man. I think it's a subject of conversation because we view it as, as being greedy on one end, and then we look at the business side of the NFL, letting players go after you know players dedicate themselves. So we know that it, it, it's a it's a tug of war between both sides, right? Um, so 
but when you look at a guy like Sue leave Detroit, who who were a playoff team, they went eleven and five in the NFC North. You know, to go to an eight and eight team, eight eight win team. You know, got a, with with no upside, at least from what I see, little upside. You know, money has to be a factor um, right. because you're consuming all of pretty much a bulk of the cap space because now they can't really surround you with guys they need in order to win. So you're getting paid, you're gonna play your career and and get the money and then, you know, maybe you're gonna to try to lap on the ring later. So that's Sue. Sue went from eleven and five to eight and eight. Revis went from a Super Bowl to a <laughs> with, with the possibility of winning another one. Right, with the four to a four and twelve Jet team with Geno Smith as your quarter quarterback, which many people don't have faith in him, but I still think he's just young. Um, now, granted, there's a there is upside with New York because they got Brandon Marshall, they got Decker, who's a, who's a, a, a qualified two. I think they still need to do something about the running back position, but uh, but you know they they got a shot, and if Geno matured and played better, they got a shot. But you went from a Super Bowl to four and twelve. You basically, right. <laughs> you know, your record from a twelve and fourteen to a four and twelve team. It, it's about the money. You got your ring. You're good. You want to get paid and you want to retire. That's fine. But don't sit here and tell me it's not about the money. That's all I'm right. saying. What about you, B? When they say it's not about the money, is it about the money or does it really matter? Uh, well, Kim, he made a great point on Revis because he's right. I mean, Revis got his ring already. You know, he's about to head on the down incline of his, uh, the decline of his career. Yeah, don't say it's not about the money. You get your bread. But, um, you know, in Sue's situation, I would say it's all about the money. I mean, Kim made another good point that I was going to touch on. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of like it's almost you playing with a double-edged sword. If you go where the money, oh, then you're going to have people, oh, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. He's all about the money. But then, like you said, from a, like Ken said, from the business side, guess what? Your longevity is not guaranteed in the NFL. Exactly. So if like 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 the like the great Herman Mepper said, you know, football is a privilege. So if you if you can if there's a chance for you to get that money, get your money. I mean, get your money because your longevity in football is not guaranteed. I, I, don't, I don't care if you are getting picked up by if the Jacksonville two and whatever whatever their record was two and fourteen three and thirteen. If the Jacksonville Jaguars want to pay you, you know, uh, twenty million a year, but the Patriots still going to pay you three million a year, guess what? Go get your money, get your bread. <laughs> I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I've always been a, a, a fan of I, I, you know, mad at you getting your money because, like, you know, for, he, he's not even football, but just basketball, baseball, all that stuff is a privilege. That stuff is not going to last fifty years. You're not going to play. You're not going to play professional sports for. 50 years, you know, whatever. You ain't going to have no 401k or nothing sitting for you chilling or whatever. You you know, you just you just got to get your money while, while it can, man, because you see a lot of these guys go broke, et cetera, so on yeah, and so on. Yeah, so, that's true. I'm a, fan, I'm, a, I'm a fan of get your money. When I see players losing, <laughs> that, I'm serious. I'm just, I'm just speaking. Hey, I mean, same I, when, I see, when, when I see players, like, leave a good situation to go to a, maybe a worse situation for maybe about $30 million more, you know, yeah. I mean, even though we saw Albert Haynes where, you know, he thought the grass was greener, he, he made a lot of money. What was it, going from Tennessee to Washington? 
And we mm-hmm. saw that pan out. He, he wasn't happy. But you know what? He probably wasn't happy playing football. But if he was smart with his money, I bet you he was happy going to the bank every damn every exactly. every damn day. You know what I'm saying? If, if he was smart, every right? If he was smart with his money, I bet he was happy. But you know, it's just if you love what you do, if you love what you do as far as playing sports, I mean, yes, as a competitor, I do want to win. But you know, at this point, if I'm in my you know 30, in my late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, you know, getting ready to get that that big pay, payday. And I'm like, hey, look, I got to start thinking about my future, especially if I'm married and I got kids. Get mm-hmm. your paper. Get your paper. I am not, I, I'm a fan of getting your money because your, your longevity is not guaranteed. That's all I got to say. No doubt. No doubt. What about you, FIFO? If it ain't about the money, don't be getting <laughs> wasting my time. I'm just saying, look, man, for real, um, you should get paid with your work. People that are mm-hmm. worth Something should be compensated for it. Um, and Dominic is one of the best at his position. He's going to command a lot of money. Um, taking more money, like like B said, look, if you're going to take a lot more money, then it is what it is. Regardless, man, look, this is a business. Companies and businesses make strategic moves to save or make more money every single day. And as a player in a league that has the shortest lifespan, you should make as much money as you possibly can in the shortest amount of time that you can because you're not going to get those years back. And 30 comes right. quick, especially after you have to play three years of college football. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, man, I say go for the money. Um, but, you know, and it all comes down to that person's personality and, and just their characteristics. Like, Indominus Sue looks like he's kind of a selfish guy just by how the way he plays, his acts, things like that. Does it really surprise you that he went for the money? Does it surprise me? It shouldn't no, surprise no, you. No, no. no you don't. It surprise me. I mean, like you so, said, you he's know. in Florida, no state tax. South Beach, a bunch of money. Young dude. No. <laughs> what could be better? Yeah. You know, that's where he's gonna. That's probably where he's going to retire. He's going to buy a big old house. Even if he plays yep. for another team, guess what? He's going to retire back in Miami. So he's going to be fine, right. man. Um, go get your money. I, I'm not one of those guys that says you're greedy. No, because it's all relative. The NFL makes billions and billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? The majority of us, man, we work for companies and, and, and small corporations and departments that don't make, that don't generate. Like what I do does not generate billions of dollars. You know right. what I'm saying? It, and, it, and it, and there's, not, it there's not 80,000 people coming into your parking lot to watch you do what you do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Let's man, watch look, people. man. Exactly. This guy is in a, is in a company that makes a whole bunch of money, man. So, look, that's what he's worth. That's what he gets paid, man. Just be a football player. You can't cut it, then don't complain. So oh, I agree. I just to belabor the point, man. I'm I'm all for getting the money. It's, it's a short lifespan. Uh, we always say, man, pro athletes and 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 professional sports is uh, it's the best temp job in America because it's that's exactly what it is. It's a temp job. You can't play forever. Yep. Uh, you have to maximize your earning potential. I if if I'm in Dominican Sue, if I'm Darrell Revis, you know, and someone asks me, is it about the money? I say, hell yeah, it's about the money. You know, it, it, I mean, you have to, and and we don't know because we don't play sport, football in particular, but you don't know what they put their bodies through on a week to week basis and how that will. And we know how we know how a lot of these players are going to end up not necessarily broke, but you know, having health issues down the road. So um, I'm all for it, man. Get your money. Hey, I mean, that's, hey, Kyle. In another example, now we probably was laughing at the Lakers for offering Kobe that much money, but was we mad at Kobe for signing that much money at the age he is, at the point of his career? No. 
I'm like, shit, Kobe. I, you know, I would sign that too. Even if, I, even if right. I know that, even if I know that the Lakers are gonna be weak as hell these next three or four seasons of my last two years playing in the NBA. Guess what? I'm gonna sign that for that forty-eight million dollars in two years. Mm-hmm. I'm signing it. I don't care. I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, let me sign with this team so I can come off the bench and possibly get my sixth championship ring. If I'm 35, 36. At the end, and I play 18, 20 years in the, in the league, and someone offered me $48 million to play two more years, I'm going to get my money. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm not mad at Kobe for signing that contract at all. Now, you can, if, as a Lakers fan, I'll be mad at LA, at the Lakers organization to be like, you dummies, why y'all offering that much money? Now we don't got enough room to get the players around them. But if I'm Kobe, I'm laughing to the bank. I am laughing to the bank with, with, my, with my torn Achilles. Exactly, exactly. You got, and, and that's the thing. In the NBA, it's it's guaranteed. And, you know, in the NFL, the only thing that's guaranteed are, are these signing bonuses. Like FIFO said, yep. if you get $60 million uh, signing bonus and $60 million guaranteed and they guarantee, you know, the $40 million up front or the first two years, that's what you're getting. You know, the, the rest of that, you may hear $100 million, but a lot of the rest of it is backloaded. Uh, we got full phone lines. We're going to jump to them. Uh, we're going to try to get all these calls in. We got, man, like 10 calls lined up. So uh, get your points, spit your fire, and we'll, then we'll move on. So let's bring in resident six-man, our boy Q. Q, what up? All right. So we down to business real talk. All right, everybody is acting like some damn idiots when talking about the Eagles because they have no clue what the world they're even talking about. First and foremost, ask me one question, everybody. Does the NFL season start tomorrow? I'm, I'm just nope. checking. It, it no. doesn't, right? Oh, all right, cool. Is there a draft tomorrow? I don't think there's a draft tomorrow, right? No. Oh, okay. All right, cool. No. So, for everybody talking, in 2013, Nick Foles threw 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. 2014, 12 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. You're trying to talk about Jeremy Macklin is worth $11 million. We offered him $10 million. He decided to walk. He didn't get his first 1,000-yard season until Chip Kelly came in and blessed him with the offense. So if everybody said, oh, what are you going to do with Jeremy Macklin? Jordan Matthews put up 857 yards, and he's a rookie. Go back to 2012, Jeremy Macklin had less yards than that under Andy Reid. So I don't want to hear anything about, oh, who's going to, who, who are you going to throw to? Who's, who are you all going to throw to? Name me one wide receiver on the Seahawks or the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl who was a top-10 wide receiver. You cannot name me one. So everybody needs to be quiet with that. So you want to talk about – Sam Bradford's going to be our QB. Absolutely not. If you think Chip Kelly came from Oregon to get Sam Bradford, you are out of your mind. You are out of your so mind. Do you still, let, me, let me stop you right there, Q. Do you think that he's still going to try to make a move for Mariota? He, this is all about Marcus Mariota. Sam Bradford, you get okay. a fifth. So the Eagles acquire Sam Bradford, a fifth-round pick in 2015 from the Rams for Nick Foles, a fourth-round pick in 2015, and a second pick in 2016. If Sam Bradford is not the Eagles' starting quarterback, Philly gets back his 2016 second-round pick from St. Louis. Why do you think Chip Kelly would include that clause in there? Chip Kelly won't pay $12 million for LaShawn McCoy. He won't pay $11 million for Jimmy Macklin, but he's going to spend $13 million for Sam Bradford. Does that make sense to anybody? It doesn't. It so this doesn't is about Marcus Mariota. This is about Marcus Mariota. This is simply about Marcus Mariota. You can tell him to trade. Let me stop you right there. You can play any wide receiver. Okay, let's stop right there. Okay, so if the goal is to get Marcus Mariota, let's assume that Jameis Winston is going to uh, Tampa. The Jameis Winston is going to Tampa. 
Tennessee picked second. Tennessee's quarterback just retired today. You Tennessee is not Tennessee in love with Marcus Mariota. Tennessee will not take Marcus Mariota. Neither okay. will the Raiders, neither will Jacksonville. Ken Wisenhunt cannot develop draft quarterbacks. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to do it. That's why he wants to bring in all these veterans. So if we're going off of Adam Schefter's report, there are multiple teams that were trying to get Sam Bradford earlier in like in the trade deadline. Chip Kelly literally had to beg the St. Louis Rams by giving them those picks and adding those conditions so they would give him Sam Bradford. Now, why do you all think that is? Because a team wants him. So which team do you think is going to want him? A team in the top three. The Tennessee Titans want Sam Bradford. Ken Wisenhunt thinks he can rebuild him. Ken Wisenhunt believes that he resurrected the career of so many quarterbacks in Arizona, and he's an offensive genius. So when he gets Sam Bradford, he's going to take him, all these picks that Chip Kelly is going to throw his way, and he is going to think that he just robbed the Eagles. So as a team, like like the Tennessee Titans, would you turn down three first-round picks, two second-round picks, and Sam Bradford for number 20? You wouldn't because you're going to have to rebuild anyway. And it's a probable and it's probability that a guy named Cardell Jones is going to be in the draft next year. So even if you are complete trash, you're going to be in the top again. And, you, and, and if Marcus Mariota is trash, then you're going to get our top ten pick. So you are going to be sitting very pretty if you're Tennessee. And any dumbass GM would make that trade blindfolded. So for people who say, oh, man, Sam Bradford's going to be the quarterback of the Eagles. What about LaShawn McCoy? What about all these people? You can plug in any Joe Schmo, and we will get 1,000 yards. You can, you can plug in Cecil Shorts into the system. He will get 800, 900 yards, eight touchdowns. And that is evident from what Chip Kelly has done. And for Stephen A. Smith, I, w- I want to talk about that real quick. Stephen A. Smith needs to shut his mouth because he has no clue what he's talking about. Chip Kelly, eight of our coaches are black. Two of them are white. He has yeah, defined I, I, Byron Maxwell. That was that was that was complete BS. And to Kyle, your point, our offensive line is top three in the league. I don't know where you where you where you got that, that stat from. We That's were top when. three in the I'm league last year. Russian. We, we were about, top three. I'm talking about pass we protection. Q. 2014, 2014, Nick Foles got sacked about seven times. Seven times. We were top five in protection. We were a top five team in rushing yards. You can't just you're not a trash offensive line doing those type type of stats. Q, Q, you you were a top five rushing team with a top five running back who you just got rid of. You cannot you cannot be you cannot you cannot get him two thousand yards without being a great offensive line. We rank top five each time. You can plug in you can plug in Justin Forsett. You 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 can plug in Justin Forsett. You can plug in Frankel. You can plug in Ryan Matthews. You you can plug in anybody behind this offensive line, and they will get numbers. Chip Kelly Shanahan did not want did a – Chip Kelly did not want a premier back. He wants a committee, the same type of system that the Saints – He doesn't Saints, want a premier quarterback. The New he wants the New Orleans Saints. He's going to get his premier quarterback. Anybody who thinks that a guy who cut all these players for cap is going to take a $13 million cap hit on the NFL's D-Rose is absolutely out of their mind. Uh, He's going to I get agree. Marcus Mariota. He's going to get Marcus Mariota. He is going to get Marcus Mariota. If you do not think he's not going to get Marcus Mariota, refer back to the Atlanta Falcons trading up for Julio Jones. They were at, I I believe, 22, and they traded up with 18 spots. I believe the the Eagles were trying to do the the same thing. The Falcons had picks to move up. 
they, they want to try to get to the number two. Well. But you but you're looking at a situation up. where Mariota could go at either one or two. They're We're not going to take him that James is going to Tampa. They're not in love with him. If you're Tennessee and you're not in love with, with the quarterback, you would want to rob the person who's going to offer you three firsts, three seconds, and two thirds, and a quarterback, and the number 20 pick that you want. Any dumbass DM would take that. Any, anyone. And if you don't, then you just screwed your entire franchise. Because if Marcus Mariota is garbage like people think he is, then you're going to have about three top ten picks coming these next three years. Any GM would take this deal. He's going to get Marcus Mariota, and that is the end of that. It's the end of that. The people think hey, Sam man. Bradford, really, dude? Like, come on now. Hey, as always, Q, man, we got full phone lines, brother. Thanks for calling. We appreciate the love and the passion, down, man. man. You broke it down. I'm, I'm with you, Q. I'm with you, man. See, I, I, I think it makes sense. Hey, let's jump back to the phone lines. Let's go to 773-773. You're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where you calling from? Seven seven three. Hello. Going what? Yo. Hello. Yeah, we heard. Yeah, yeah, we got you. What's your, what's your name? Where you calling from? Uh, it's Jockman. Jockman, what's up, man? Uh, not much. Um, I'm gonna talk about the Eagles real quick, but for that, I want to quickly talk about uh Brandon Marshall. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's been like five days since that happened, and I still don't like that trade one bit. No matter how much uh. People in the Chicago sports media can try to convince me that, oh, he was a huge distraction. He had to go. It's not going to convince me anything. That was, Brandon Marshall was the best receiver the Chicago Bears ever had. Before Brandon Marshall came to town, we were always crying, like, we need, like, an actual number one receiver. We're tired of Earl Bennett. We're tired of Devin Hester. We're tired of Aroma Shadu. We need, like, an actual number one receiver. We got him. We got Austin Jeffrey. And then we just traded one of them away like that. I don't like it one bit. For a fifth-round pick. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a pretty low prick for a, a guy who was arguably a top ten receiver. Yeah, it's uh, and also one thing that really like really pissed me off was um right after he was traded, like pretty much like almost every Chicago sports media person I follow made the exact same joke like fifteen times, like oh I guess he's gonna be it's gonna be a lot easier for him to get to his inside the NFL show now he's in New York like yeah come I on. kept hearing that. Show some respect to the guy come on. He's the best receiver the Bears ever had. He's gone. He just treat him like that. Come on. Like, well, we're going to get another one. Sean Jeffries to, to really, you know, kind of solidify it for Cutler because that's all he has pretty much and for Forte. Yeah. It, I don't like it one bit. And, uh, all right, you say you okay, want to get so now, his legal stock? Yeah. Um, so last week I called and said that I was I liked the uh, LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso trade because while Alonso got hurt, he's proven that he can be a good player. I don't like this trade one bit for Sam Bradford. Um, look, I'm not a huge Nick Foles fan, but I would take him over Sam Bradford every day of the week. He is Sam Bradford. Look, I don't like how Q calls Sam Bradford the Derrick Rose of the NFL. Because <laughs> at least Rose has proven that he, he's an MVP. Yeah, Derrick Rose is an MVP. MVP. He's a rookie right. of the year. Not only has Sam Bradford not been able to prove that he can stay on the field, he hasn't proven that he's an above-average QB. And he's a... Uh, he was the number one overall pick, and he hasn't played nearly like that. Um, Good point. Good point. And what about Foles? Foles, Foles was definitely exceeded what his expectations were. He was like a fourth round pick, and he's much. And at least he's proven that he can be good. Sam Bradford has not been able to prove that. 
So um, you think Foles, Foles proved that he could be a good quarterback last year? Not last year, year four, and he wasn't even year that four, bad yeah. last year. I, wait, was, okay, so the year, and B always points this out, he lit up the league when nobody knew what he could do. The, the year you're talking about, once people found out what he could do, quote-unquote tape, he turned into what we saw last year. What do you think could happen this year if he comes back? I th- if he's good enough, he can adjust back to them. I think he can do that. I think he's going to be much better with uh, St. Louis, which is a growing team. And uh, and I know like you're talking about like Marcus Mariota, but is he really worth it? Is he really worth trading like three first-rounders, two second-rounders, and Sam Bradford? Like, why would, uh, he is. I, I just don't get it. Marcus Mariota. And to to answer not, your question, Doc, you, you have to look at and, and Q, and I didn't even, I, I wanted to make sure he got his call off, but he mentioned Julio Jones. Look at what Julio Jones has meant to Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcon offense. Yeah, the team suck, but look at, Julio Jones is a top five receiver. If you're going to trade up and give up that many pieces for a player, you better be getting a a, a, a perennial pro bowler. If not, you are costing your team and you, you, you put your job on the line. Yeah, but I don't but think, but, I don't but think he's that guy, though. I don't think Mario's that guy. I don't think that's not a good I thing. Uh, I think Jameis is better. And, and to be honest, I wouldn't trade up that many pieces to get Jameis. I'm that's honest. And I think Jameis yeah. is the number one pick. I wouldn't trade up 10 spots to get Jameis Winston. But that's just me. Exactly. But go you know what? Uh, look, look, wait, wait. Hold on, Kyle. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Look, it, it, it all depends on what team you are, right? Like, not every team needs a quarterback. But if you need a quarterback and that, that's who you believe in, then that's what you do. But here's the thing with Chip Kelly. You look at every franchise, any, any guy that's had a lot of power to organize, you got to go get your guy. And this just happens to be the guy that he brought to Oregon, and he believes he can make a superstar. So he's going to go down with the ship. This is, of course. He's signing his deal right here. And if he believes it, then you got to let him try. That's what you signed up for. That's why you gave him all of this control over the organization. He's telling you Mariota's his guy. We're going to win with him. I can get free agents. I can do this, or I can do whatever. That's the reason why I'm giving all these draft picks. Then let him do what he got to do. If he wins, he wins. If he doesn't, I'm just saying he believes Mariota's that guy for him. So, and, and, and let's be honest, he is the second best quarterback in this draft. You might not agree with it, but this is <laughs> oh, the yeah, guy no, that I agree with that. He's, he's the second best in the draft. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So, hey, if that's how Chip Kelly feels, man, hey, you got to go down with your guy. In the NFL, you got to go get your guy. That's his guy. So, I, hey. Oh, I no, and that part, that part of it, I get. I, I totally get that part of it. I just, I think that you're really rolling the dice on this guy. That's all I'm saying. I and I don't think he's. I think he is a great quarterback for college. I think he's a great system quarterback. I think if you put him in Philadelphia, it'd be interesting to see what he would do in that system. But NFL, we know I, what I, he'll do. No, he's I don't. <laughs> what do you I mean? Chief, I've watched Marcus Mariota struggle against better quality teams in the Pac-10 and in, in, in college. That the, the running four-yard nobody runs four-yard slants in the NFL. That doesn't translate into first downs. That translates into your receivers getting the hell knocked out of them. I don't think so. Is that he, he even I mean, the top ten? So 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 should he? Where would you draft him then? Where do you think he's ranked? I mean, in this draft, he's a top ten pick. 
in this draft. But if you put him in the same draft a few years ago, no, he's he's not a, he's not a uh, he's he's not he's not that high. But you you so, have to preface it by you, this particular draft. In this draft, yes, I could see him going as high as two. Honestly. Okay, hypothetically, would you have taken him over RG3 if they were in the same draft? Hell no. Yeah, no. Hell no. no. Okay, I was just asking. I was just I asking. I mean, you, people, you know, you got to remember, RG3 was that dude before he got hurt. Heisman Trophy went. Threw for a whole bunch of yards at, uh, at Baylor. No, I'm not taking Marcus Mariota over, over RG3. Over Andrew Love? The Redskins. No. And the rest no, of them traded like their entire team away for uh, for mm-hmm. RG three, and look where yeah. they are now. They're and l- completely going exactly. down. And you know who I benefited from that trade? The Rams, who picked I up Nick see. Foles. And, and like I said, the Rams aren't. Trust me, the Rams aren't that far away, and Foles won't They're have not. to come in and do a whole lot. Hey, we got full phone lines. Hey, as always, Jock man, thanks for calling in, man. We definitely appreciate the love, brother. All right, you guys have a good night. Peace. All right, man. Phone number, Jock Man, call 646-478-0356. Man, we got full phone lines. Definitely appreciate everybody calling in. Uh, let me just run down a couple of moves, man. Of course, we talked about Shady McCoy last week going to Buffalo. Uh, let's see, Pernell McGee. Uh, he signed with the. Uh, he signed with the. He came over from the Baltimore Ravens going to the Bears. Uh, AJ Hawk signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, let's see, Brett Harline. Uh, Dynamic wide receiver from the Dolphins. He's heading to the uh, Cleveland Browns. And um, Halodi Nada, man. Halodi Nada, the big nose tackle uh, from Baltimore, is headed to Denver. Denver also lost tight end Julius Thomas, who is headed to Jacksonville. And he, he's going to get paid in Jacksonville. Anybody surprised that Julius Thomas went to Jacksonville, of all places? I am. I am. This is... This is a get-your-money move right here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know what? Like I, like I said on Twitter, I, I can't blame him. I do think that Peyton Manning had a lot to do with his development okay. and an elite quarterback. And I don't know if he'll be able to do – I don't know if he'll be that successful playing on the Blake Bortles. But, hey, man, look, you got to strike while the iron is hot. So, go ahead. Do it. And I feel them moving to Florida, man. Denver and them winners, I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be a situation where I think what I from what I read, Ken, that Denver wanted to go more. They they want him to. They would want him to block more and probably catch less. And I mean, you got Manning for what one more year, and that's it. Um, I don't know what Bortles is going to do down in Jacksonville, but like you said, Fifo, you're moving to Florida and. They threw a ton of money. I think he's going to pull in like $9 million a year. So, I mean, you can't, can't knock him for that. Uh, the phone number to call in, 646-478-0356. We'll run down some more as the show progresses. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Oh, we got my dad on the line. Dad, what's going on, man? Uh, not much, Kyle. I'm enjoying your show. And uh, I'm glad you updated some of that stuff that happened. And uh, I just want to say about that Philly mess, I had a friend of mine, and all respect to my boy Q, uh, I had a friend of mine who's a Dallas fan said he loves all the moves that uh, <laughs> Philly made because it would be easier for the Cowboys next year. Uh, but until I – until now, one thing Q did say, and it makes sense to me now, what I can see 
just like uh, the Giants drafted. Uh, no, the Giants. No, who drafted Rivers? No, the San Giants Diego drafted, drafted Rivers. Uh, and San Diego. Yeah, no, the Giants but, but, drafted him and traded him with. Uh, yeah. With, uh, with Eli, San Diego, Eli. with San Diego. Okay, I see that kind of yeah, Eli. I can see the same type of situation coming, where Mariota gets drafted by Tennessee and traded uh, to and 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 gets traded for Bortle. I mean, they no, I'm sorry, they draft Mariota and get and then Mar- and then trade him for uh, Bradford. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Uh, I don't understand. I can't remember where Brandon Marshall went. I don't understand why somebody's going to give thirty-nine million dollars to the second-best cornerback in the NFL, uh, and uh, some of the other stuff is just plain, flat-out crazy. Uh, I, I I appreciate some of the moves that uh, the teams, some teams have made in trying to get better, but I can't see them getting any better. You guys are hitting. Nails right on their head all over the place. And as far as the quarterbacks in this draft, against that other draft with uh, Luck and uh, RG3, heck no, you ain't got nobody near as good. Uh, And Mariota, Chip Kelly, he might be the next Steve Spurrier of the NFL. He had a great year until he screwed up. And I hope, for his sake, teams haven't caught up. Because you notice how sometimes you come up with a gimmick in the NFL, just like Foles. Yep. Foles, nobody knew. Once they knew Foles, made a few adjustments here and there, and Foles was ordinary at best. Uh, yeah. Uh, B, B said that last year. He said once he said once they get film on you, he said that's, it's a wrap after that. And and you know the idea of uh, putting some of these guys as high as they are, and and like I said. They don't deserve it. Now, Winston, he is potentially a great quarterback. He's also potentially a head case. Uh, We don't know which way he's going to go. Uh, Hopefully, he doesn't become a head case. But uh, give me me a choice of – and just say that Winston doesn't have a head case. Compare him with Luck, I'll take Luck. And I'll take Luck because of the fact that Luck – is smarter as far as football smarts. Right. Now, as far as boldness, Winston Boulder. Winston might be a little bit too bold at times, but uh, you can't take anything away from him. He, he is potentially a great quarterback because of his leadership ability, too. Now, that Thomas kid down in from Denver, my boy is right. That wasn't nothing but money because that's the only way you leave Denver. Now, some of these other guys have wanted to get out of these cold places – now, Hartline going back to Ohio. He needs to be in Ohio, the whole Ohio State boy. But I'm thinking, I can't remember who's born, who the, oh, Macklin. Macklin would have a hard time being the Giants' number three receiver. He's going to reunite with Andy Reid out in Kansas City. Keep in mind that the Kansas City just cut Dwayne Bow, who didn't do anything. Uh, and Kansas City is a team that did not have a receiver catch a touchdown pass all okay. season long. Well, so, good. So that was a good move for him. But that was a good move for him. But Bo, I mean, you know, Macklin, he was, but he was a good move for them. But the moves that right. Reed made 
I've forgotten that they had Matthews, but and I can understand what Stephen A was talking about. He was just questioning. He wasn't saying anything about anything racist. He's saying just questioning. Or yeah, he's but it, 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 I, I get it there, but it, it, he. I get what he was trying to say, but when you start uh-huh. throwing race out there, you you gotta. He didn't really substantiate what he was saying, uh-huh. and that's where I had a. I don't. I want to say that's why I had a problem. I think that's where he left a lot of room for interpretation, and that that's where yeah, he he, he, he could have been a, he could have been a little bit he could have been a little bit more explicit, but uh, hey, the, uh, we got full we got full phone lines. We we need to go get on to a few more calls. Hey, okay, always, well, you go ahead, man. Cause appreciate it. We, we can make a call. I gotta watch sports center. We can talk. Tomorrow, sometime. Okay. All right. Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you too, All Dad. Right now. Phone number, Dad, call 646 uh, Forgot to mention, man, Frank Gore leaves the 49ers and he heads to. Uh, he was he was rumored to be going to Philadelphia. Ends up signing with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, it is rumored that uh, Andre Johnson, his former Miami uh, University of Miami Hurricane teammate, will be joining him. And they also picked up Trent Cole, who Chip Kelly cut last week. So look at look at the, the Indianapolis Colts, man. You got Andrew Luck. You got you adding Frank Gore and possibly Andre Johnson to the mix, uh, who still has some tread left on his tires. Of course, they cut uh, Reggie Wayne. And then you add Trent Cole on the defensive side, man. That's still that, that's a good move for uh, that's a good move for Indianapolis, man. They 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 are a team that is definitely on the rise. Of course, we mentioned Indomitian Sioux. Uh, the deal has not been consummated as of yet, but it is led. We are led to believe that he is going to sign a mega deal with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Um, as far as the uh, New Orleans Saints, we mentioned earlier the New Orleans Saints trade. Matt for Matt Unger, uh, who is a center. <laughs> for those of you who didn't know, and they trade away Jeremy. I'm sorry, I was about to call him Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> they trade away Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. Uh, all, and, and this is another Jimmy thing, Graham. Guys, Jimmy Graham. This is a thing that that really is kind of interesting if we think about it. Jimmy Graham last year in free agency was trying to get his money, and he got paid, and he was a big free agent re-signing for the Saints and a year later he's on the move that just shows, goes to show you man it, it's it's a topsy-turvy league the Giants also signed uh, Super Bowl running back from the New England Patriots Shane Vereen Shane Vereen so let's keep the conversation going let's jump back to the phone lines let's go to area code 410 410 you're on with Dead End Sports what's your name where you calling from what's going on fellas it's AJ out of Baltimore AJ what's going on man Hey man, y'all should give Q his own segment between now and the draft, man. Cause, cause he was like he was like the skip Bayless for the Eagles, man. Like he would twist anything that he say and make it good or sound smart. That shit is hilarious, man. Oh man, just, oh shit, man. It's, it's, it's real crazy right now, man. I feel I feel like fantasy football came to life. Everybody just trading shit. I can't believe Jimmy Grant's with the Seahawks. I mean, would you really want to bet with Cam Chancellor every day for a summer for a training camp? I won't want to do that, but it is what it is. But I'll, you know, I'll go ahead and get right to it. Uh, just two quick questions. You know, to Kelly, man, I swear I feel like he's playing Russian roulette with his career right now because, honestly, I think if this doesn't work, he might not ever get a chop in the NFL as a head coach again. But I can totally see him just throwing him out. I, I remember when uh, Dick did this uh, in New Orleans with, uh, I forget the running back's name. Um, yep. uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Yeah, Ricky Williams. He gave up, like, 
everything just to grab him. And you I mean, we all saw how that worked, though. He hasn't had a job since. So I guess I'll ask, man. Um, he clearly wants Marcus Mariota. And I don't agree with giving away your whole draft one person. But just in case, if the Eagles don't get Marcus or he goes early or they just don't get that, they're not able to move up. What happens to them in the future? I'm going moving forward. Uh, B, you want to t- tackle that, man? What do you, you think is going to happen to the Eagles should they not get Mariota? Let's say they, they go into the season as constructed as we see them right now with uh, no Macklin, with no Frank Gore, with no uh, Shady, but you got, uh, you know, Sam Bradford. <laughs> and, Mark, and, Mark, and Mark Sanchez. And Mark Sanchez and the great Riley Cooper. Uh, might as well just go ahead and chalk the season up as an L, man. Might as well. <laughs> I would chalk it up as an L, and hopefully you get a high draft pick, you know, going into the next season. Because no, no, I, I, I want as an Eagles fan, I wouldn't feel very confident going into this season if if we didn't get end up getting Mariota. I mean, now not, you never know, we might end up getting a deep. I mean, we, I'm saying we like that, like that's my team. But you never know, Philly, 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 Philly might get like they might get a good defensive player, a good uh, impact defensive player if they don't get Mariota. I, I don't know, but if they, if they going in with Bradford. And Sanchez as a quarterback, I, I'm not feeling too good. I, I better be praying that the Giants and Dallas Cowboys suffer some, and Washington suffer some bad injuries because I, right. I, I'm not feeling too good. I'm not feeling too good going into season with that. I won't worry about the Redskins. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, you know I what? Think, yeah. I, I, to yeah. answer your question, AJ, man, I think um, I'll be real quick, and I'll throw it to FIFA and Ken. I think uh, I think. They, you, you have to look at, and like Q, I will agree with Q on that point that, you know, the season hasn't started or anything like that. We, you know, we haven't, you have to factor in injuries and all that stuff like that. But um, as, it, as it stands right now, there's, you know, Dallas is still the team to beat in the uh, NFC East. I, I don't see these moves that Philadelphia's made that's made them, I think they've gotten worse. Um, but it's... The the one caveat for Chip Kelly, if this does not work, he can always go back to college. I mean, we saw Nick Saban do that uh, in the. And Nick Saban didn't have this type of control, neither did Steve Steve Spurrier. But they they had a hand in the NFL, and it didn't work, and they went back to college. And Saban, you know, he's going on to be a little better, actually better at at college than he has been in the pros. So, um, and and Spurrier has been still been successful in college as well. So, um. I think it's uh, – you're right. He He's playing roulette, and if he does not win, I think the one caveat, the one feather in his cap is that he can always go back to college. But you're right. You don't – when you have this type of uh, power and juice, if it doesn't work in the NFL, you normally don't get another shot at it. Not not at this level because he has, he has more power than a lot of coaches who are tenured. So, I mean, he, he has the final say. So you don't see that particularly in, in coaches who this is their first go round. So um so yeah. What what about you, Ken? What what's your take on it? If um if they don't get Mariota, mm-hmm. um, I look at this deal as, as only trade bait to get Mariota. Um and, and that's how I'm evaluating it. If they don't get Mariota, I would like to believe that Chip Kelly um, firmly believes that he can win with, with Sam Bradford as his quarterback, providing that Bradford stays healthy. I think the knock on Bradford is the fact that he, he hasn't stayed healthy, which is, is true. The Derrick Rose of the NFL 
Oh, so I mean, I look, man. I think Chip Kelly is a system guy. He's managed to win with Nick Foles. He managed to win games with Mark Sanchez. And the way I look at Chip Kelly's tenure so far in Philadelphia is is I'm entirely with people on this. If I, you bring me in to run the organization, if you bring me in to win football games, let me do it with my my way with the guys that I need, that I feel that I need to win. And if you don't want me to do that, then you need to let me go. And if I bring the guys in that I feel I need and we don't win, then let me go because I haven't been successful and I deserve to be let go, and I'll accept that. But at least I did it my way and not with the players that you guys gave me and told me to win with. So, I, you know, I think he's in a, a, a no-lose situation here. He can easily go back to college and and, um, and win there and just be done with the NFL like uh, Spurrier was. You know, but at least he gave it a shot. But at least he's doing it his way, and he knows that his system, his way of playing, doesn't work in the NFL, and he can let that go and, and be done with it. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, well, as always, man, thanks for calling in, AJ, man. We definitely FIFO. appreciate it, brother. You got FIFO. Oh, I'm sorry, FIFO, yeah. <laughs> Let's get your take hey. on the FIFO. Hey, I agree 100% with Ken, though. You know, so it's all it's all good. That's what I was going to say. Um, oh, okay, if I'm okay. going to do it, let me just do it my way. You know, that was my point originally. Um, what happens to them? Um, I, I'm not sure. It all depends on what the owner wants to do, you know, because um, if you don't get them, and I think Chip Kelly can win with Sam Bradford. Um, he does have a proven system. Um, I know, Kyle, you were saying that you can't win with Dink and Dunk, but that's how Tom Brady and the Patriots got to the Super Bowl, and that's how they won. So um, I think you can do it pretty effectively. And if Chip Kelly believes he can win with either one of those guys, then you got to roll with him. Hello? You got anything else for us, AJ? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess the biggest surprise of the day for me over all the trades is actually Patrick, uh, Patrick Willis retiring. Um, that came out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I mean, the last time I, we saw him, he was he was still a top three, four linebacker, you know, on the entire league. So, I guess I'll just ask you guys, um, what are your thoughts on that? And I know they were debating on uh, in the front of Rick whether if he was a Hall of Famer or not. You never really know, but he, he had some pretty good years. So, what do you guys think about that? Um how you feel about him retiring? And do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Uh, we we oh, talked we about. I'm not sure when you got on. We talked about it a little earlier in the show. Uh, I think he is. Um, I don't think he might not be a first ballot Hall of Fame, but I think he is. Um, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for a guy being able to walk away from the game. I think that's something. Something to be said about that being able to walk to get walk away from the game on your own accord and not be carried off on a stretcher or be told that you're not good enough or you're too old or what have you. Um, he still has all of his senses, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna walk away and do just fine in whatever endeavor he likes. Because this guy's he, he's he's really if if you if you've only just seen Patrick Willis and you haven't heard him do interviews or you haven't been around him, I've never been around him obviously, but I've heard him do interviews. He, he is. He is way more than a football player. I mean, the guy's—he's—he's he's a solid person, and I think he—if—if—and I've—I've heard rumors that you know he's going to get into religion or what have you. He—he'll be perfect. Trust me, this guy's perfect. I, I, I guess we're a little taught him well. 
Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt about it. Hey, as always, man, thanks for calling, AJ. We definitely appreciate it, brother. Hey, thanks All a right. lot, guys. And do me a favor and send a prayer for my Ravens, man. We lost a great player today in Olodinata. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's big, man. Olodinata, man. Yeah, a big, big loss in that middle. They also lost uh, Canty as well. Um, yeah, so it's it's going to be – those are some t- – and, and, and Torrey Smith, too, I think. Torrey Smith, I mm-hmm. think he's headed to the Niners. Niners. Not yeah, five years, $40 million. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, well, thanks for calling in, AJ, man. We definitely appreciate it, man. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, keep up the good work. Peace. 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 Appreciate it, man. Phone number, AJ, call 646-478-0356. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to area code 516. 516, you're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Randy. I'm calling from, New- from Long Island. Randy, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just, just listening to your show. Appreciate it, appreciate it. What you got for us tonight, good, man? Good. Uh, I just want to give my take on this the whole Sam Sam Bradford trade. Go I ahead. just think that the Sam Bradford trade. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I thought I I was I had a head scratching like what? Because <laughs> like when I came on and watched it on the on NFL Network, I was like, really? Chip Kelly want to trade Nick Foles for Sam, for Sam Bradford? I don't understand it. Cause like you you giving away like a solid QB like Nick Foles. Me personally, I don't like Nick Foles, but at least he tried to give you a better shot in trying to right. win some games. But Sam Bradford, he hasn't proven he hasn't proven a- anything yet. Like he's been gone for how long? Like four seasons. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, can't stay healthy. I mean, if, if if Chip Kelly feels that he can win with Sam Bradford, hey, go on ahead. I mean, maybe he knows something that we don't know. Trying to pull up a secret, like a secret plan to get Marcus Mariota, maybe. Yeah, that's that's what uh, some people are thinking. I don't. I mean, he still would have to jump up, uh, and they don't have uh, you know any extra draft picks to trade to trade up. Um, so we'll yeah. see, man. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. We're we're only we're a little more than a month away from uh, draft day, so a lot of things can happen in between now and then. Well, you know, I, true. You know, I also read that that um, that Bradford ran a quick style offense at Oklahoma, so yeah, you know, he'll 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 actually he actually fits if they don't make any more moves. He might mm-hmm. actually just work out because he's used to running that type of offense. Yeah, but the problem is, is that he could not stay healthy. I mean, they they surrounded him with some pieces in St. Louis from. Uh, from Steven Jackson to Tavon Austin to, you know, I mean, he's had s- some pieces around him, but, I mean, he just can't stay healthy. I won't but, know if I call him pieces. But, 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 you, but you know what, um, Kyle? May, uh, maybe he sees, like, see Sam Bradford that fit into his system. Because, you know, like Chip Kelly likes true. to run that high-powered, that high-up-tempo offense. And you know what I mentioned earlier in the show, and I, well, we started off by saying this, is that a lot of times when you have players moving around, uh, sometimes it can be misleading because sometimes players just aren't fit for a certain system. So even when you see players moving free agency, they may be mm-hmm. going to a situation where it doesn't fit for them. <laughs> hopefully, for in Sam Bradford's case, hopefully this actually, you know, this system actually works for him. Hopefully, but still, 
he had like a an, like an ACL surgery, like ACL yep. injury. Yep. I mean, I mean, if he feels that he can, if he feels he can work work it out with with Sam Bradford, hey, Jim Kelly, do do your thing. But he, he, um, the the Philadelphia Eagles, they're gonna ch- chances are they're gonna suck this like next year. Right. Uh, even though they might, because you know, let's see life for this. If in the you know in the draft anything can happen, maybe That's if Mark Mariota goes number one, and he could say like, okay, okay, Mariota is winning number one. At least we got a little insurance policy in, in Sam Bradford that can help us help us win a few games. That's true. That's true. Hey man, as always, man, thanks for calling in. We definitely appreciate the love, brother. No problem. Yeah, no problem. All right, all right, Kyle. All right, all right, King. All right, man. All right, man. Yeah. And just, just, just to say this, uh, I, I enjoy like I'm, I'm a huge fan, of, huge fan of, of you, you guys in Den Sports, and I always watch you guys on Den Hip Hop. So big ups to you guys. Oh, thanks. thanks I appreciate man. it. Right. No problem. Peace. Peace. Phone number we called in six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Let's keep the phone calls coming. We got full phone lines popping. Uh, hit us up, 646-478-0356. You're locked in to the place where sports opinions collide, and the, and the opinions have been colliding a lot tonight. <laughs> I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Joined by my partners, man, Beezy, FIFO, and Ken. Hit us up, 646-478-0356. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to 773-773. You're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's up, guys? Uh, this is Alice from Shreveport. Alice, what's going on, man? No much, man. I'm just happy that I made it in. Y'all in uh, <laughs> over here with the show. I've been waiting you for in, a while. man. You in. What you got for us tonight, Alice? All right. So, since everybody want to talk about this whole Eagles trade, I don't want to, like, you know, bore y'all. With the same talk, but like I still want to give in a little bit of my two cents. Go ahead. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how this trade helps the Eagles at all. Because if they do start Sam Bradford, I don't think that is like a nice move at all. And if it is trade bait, I think they got worse trade bait now than they did yesterday when with uh, Nick Foles. Because right. I don't think too many teams would actually take Sam Bradford. Knowing that he's had two ACL injuries, I don't even know if it's if it's on the same knee or if it's on different knees. But I know that he has two uh, knee injuries before in the past, so I don't see how that helps at all, in my opinion. And it's just it's just funny how like Q just thinks that any move that the Eagles make is just the right move. Like I don't, it's like you. It's like if Q was a fan of, like, the New England Patriots and they released Tom Brady, he'd be like, it's a reason for it. They're going to win the championship next year. You guys will just see. Wait till the season starts. More like every move that the Eagles – like, he, I, I, I think that he thinks that Chip, Chip Kelly is a genius. But it is what it is. Like he said, man, we're we going to see when the season starts. So I ain't even finna – Keep on about that. I mean, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he called in to take shots at Q. 
That was hilarious. <laughs> that was <laughs> hilarious. I have not heard Q say one bad thing about the Eagles. So I'm just like, do he think that Chip Kelly is just a guy? Like he, I don't, I don't get it. But like you said, we gonna see. It is what it is. But I'm pretty sure Kelly and the Eagles staff, they do have a plan in place. I just don't know what that is. So right, we just a wait and see. But one team that I did want to talk about is the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, and sir. I think that I think that the Indianapolis Colts made the best moves out of any team so far in this offseason. They got wow. Frank Gore. They got an offensive lineman from I think the Cowboys. So the offensive line is better. And we all know that their weakest spot to me was their running game. And that is not right. Frank Gore. And Sir. I really love Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, personally, to me, is my favorite receiver in the league. And I know that he he isn't the same Andre Johnson he was like five years ago. But I still think that with him, T.Y. Hilton, Andrew Luck, and the same pieces of offense that they had last year, I don't see them slowing down at all. So, and I think they got like a linebacker or something like that, too. I'm not sure, but I just think that uh, Indianapolis was like, like, has been winning this whole offseason to me. And I just, like, I'm just shocked that, like, that, that no one has said anything about the Indianapolis Colts and their moves. But I think they, I think they make a noise for something next year. Yeah, I, I, but, uh, we, we, we talked about it a little earlier, Alice. They 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 made some moves, man, and the the deal for Andre Johnson hasn't been consummated just yet. But they this believed that right. he's going to sign. Gore is already signed, uh, and they also picked up Trent Cole on the defensive side, who was just recently right, by right. Uh, the Eagles. Um, so you know they they are definitely making moves. And keep in mind that this was a team that you know went to the AFC Championship game. So uh, and you got if you could put an Andre Johnson on the other side of T. Y. Hilton, who was put up crazy numbers last year um i know because he gave me hell in fantasy a couple of weeks um you know and 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 a healthy andrew luck another year in the system you could make a case that indianapolis is ready to make that step forward to possibly contend for a title so uh i agree with you alice they they could have been if, if you want to call it a winner of free agency if you can win a free agency um they're winning right now so far, that's how I see it. Oh, no doubt. So far. But yeah. Hey, well, as always, Alice, like man, we, we definitely appreciate you calling in, man. Appreciate the love. No problem, man. I'm just happy that uh, that was on. Oh, no no doubt. You you came in and got a shot at Q. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, you're going to get you for that. Man, oh, hey, it is what they, it is, They've man. been going at it on Twitter all <laughs> night, so it's all it's all love. He can get it any time. He he know where I'll be at on Twitter. He know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, we I'm appreciate at. it, Alice. All right, man. Love you guys. Have a nice night. Peace. All right, you too, brother. Phone number Alice calls 646-478-0356. Again, 646-478-0356. This is the place where sports opinions collide. This is Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle, joined by my partners, man, Beezy, FIFO, and Ken. Hit us up, 646-478-0356. Um, before we jump back to the phone lines, I want to uh, 
throw a name out there, and I'll start first with you, FIFO. A name that we haven't mentioned all night. He's a free agent, uh, and he's still out there, and, and you know nobody's picked him up as of yet. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be visiting a couple of teams. Uh, DeMarco Murray, uh, the NFL's leading rusher last year with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys told him, Hey, you can go look at other teams and and you know test the test the waters and see you know what's out there. And he tweeted out, uh, I think it was late last night that he has not heard from the Cowboys in over a week. Um, where do you think Murray's going to end up, Vivo? Uh, honestly, um, I'm not sure, but I think um, you know, and I'm just speculating here. I have no sources. But I think it'd be interesting right. to watch to see what happens with Adrian Peterson and maybe DeMarco Murray filling in um, over there in uh, Minnesota. That's just a super long ball theory that I just came up with. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about you, B? Where, where do you think uh, Murray's going to end up? Uh man. I think he might end up staying the Cowboy. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's just – I think. People just getting the, you know, jumping the gun, of course, because of this crazy agency. So they're like, man, if all these players making these moves, you know, to these teams, you know, where where Demarco Murray gonna go? You know, I'm, it's like I think, you know, people just get too excited. I think at the end of the day, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna still be a cowboy, you know, by the by the beginning of this season. I think he's Dallas would be too stupid not to resign them or keep him on their squad after you know how much he made Tony Romo's life much easier this past season. Why exactly. Romo had such a good season this season because this past season because he had DeMarco Murray running that ball and, and kudos to Ken because Ken said it the year before if Dallas started feeding DeMarco Murray the ball more Tony Romo life would be easier and we saw that happen in 2014 season so Dallas would be stupid not to, to let him go after he just broke the, the, the franchise record for most rushing yards in the season you do all this and then he's going to say alright sayonara you, you out Dallas would be stupid if they let him go. So I think he won't still be a Dallas Cowboy by the by the beginning of the 2015 season. What about you, Ken? Where do you think Murray, the NFL's leading rusher, who is, uh, you know, he he led the league in rushing, but he also had a lot of touches last year, and, and he's coming up on I think he's 28, 29. Um, you know, so th- this off season, with the exception of. Uh, uh, Beast mode, you know, we really haven't seen a lot of money being thrown at running backs. So, you know, they I hear these experts talk about how devalued the position is. Where, where do you think Murray actually ends up? Oh, I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back. Maybe, he just may be on a short-term contract, but I think he'll be back. I think they're they're hoping that somebody makes the decision for them, so they don't have to to, to um, make the decision to bring him back. But I think he'll bring him back. Yeah, I, I think so too, man. I think I, much like you guys, I as much as you know, you might think Joseph Randall is a decent back. I don't think he's the back that Demarco Murray is, and I think you know, outside of them, you know, there was rumors a couple of weeks ago of them possibly trying to look at Adrian Peterson, and I don't know how solidified those rumors were uh, because they'd have to you know actually trade for Adrian Peterson unless the Vikings cut him, and the Vikings aren't going to cut Adrian Peterson. If they're going to get rid of him, they're going to get rid of him for something. But um, outside of, you know, Romo handing the ball off to Adrian Peterson, I think, you know, you can't go wrong with Murray. Uh, you do worry about the fact that he ran the ball over 400 times last year. Uh, running backs traditionally 
have broken down those in those seasons after getting 400 plus carries a season in a season. So, um, you know, he's I don't think Murray's going to get the money that he was looking for, and I think that's what's disheartening to him. But um, I, I think he'll I think he'll end up back in Dallas, and if he ends up back in Dallas, I think you got to say that the Cowboys are the front runners for the NFC East, and you know possibly the NFC period. Uh, because you know they were pretty hot going into the playoffs last year, uh, and they were they were one of the few teams to beat Seattle in Seattle last year as well. So um, I think that's something to be interested to you know keep an eye on as, as we move forward in the, in the days to come. Uh, another guy who just became a free agent was just cut earlier this evening was uh, Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin with the uh, he was with the New York Jets. Obviously got traded over to the Jets. Um, not really sure where Percy Harvin's going to land. He's a guy that seems to bounce around a little bit. Um, going to be interested to see what happens with him. Another big-time free agent that's out there. Uh, he is coming off a criminal investigation. Uh, Greg Hardy, the defensive end for the Carolina Panthers, who sat out last season on the uh, commissioner's exempt list. Uh, so those are some big names. And um, Nick Fairley. Nick Fairley, the uh, defensive tackle for the Detroit Lions. Uh, B, is there any chance that you guys may re-sign him? Um, I think it's a, it's a chance. I mean, we we definitely gonna have the money to re-sign him. Let you know, not able to pay him through, and then we plus we're looking at a uh, CJ Spiller, which I think, which I think would be a good pickup from us after uh, letting Bush go. Um, yeah, he's younger, younger, you know, more explosive. So you know, probably a little bit more of a dual threat back too as well. So. And can catch on the backfield, so I'm looking. Yeah, we can if we can resign uh, Nick Crowley. I think we'd be we'd be good with the along with the trade we just made with Baltimore, um, picking up our uh, pretty much our Donovan Sue replacement. Um, what's his name? He had a funny little last name. Get with the end. Played for the Baltimore Ravens. He was a defensive tackle. I can't uh, think of his name, but people, huh? What's his name? Hello, Hello Nada. Nada. Uh, Nada. Yeah, him. So you know, by us getting him now, pretty much five-time Pro Bowler. He's proven he's won Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I, I feel good with the moves that the Lions make, especially, especially if we get if we resign Nick Fairley and we pick up CJ Spiller. Well, you know, I I I'll be feeling good about our moves so far. No doubt, no doubt. Phone number to call in six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Let's go to area code two zero five two zero five. You're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where you calling from? Uh, it's Captain Sneak. How are you guys? supposed to do. He came here. He helped us get a Super Bowl. As far as I'm concerned, like, 
he's a legend in Patriot history to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's part of the team that, you know, brought us back to, uh, you know, winning the championship. So, uh, you know, and plus, you know, I think they were wanting to, you know, be a little more structured with the cap. You know, I don't think they wanted to be so tight against the cap this year. And I think they just, you know, thought it was in their best plans not to, you know, really go big after him. Um, I also wanted to get your guys' thoughts on uh, Stu because I, I know we hadn't talked too much about that. But, like, for me, it's just it's a scary thing thinking about Stu, Cameron Wake. Uh, they got a couple more defensive – you know, they, they got a really good D-line now. I wanted to know your guys' thought on that. FIFO, what, what about you? What's your take on Miami if you add Sue to that lineup, man? How, how, how far do you think they could possibly go? Do you think he's going to be that big of a difference maker with, in, in Miami? Nope, he's not. I don't <laughs> think Sue's the guy. Look, hey, look, man, and, and I really like Sue, but he's not the type of player that he – if J.J. Watt can't do nothing by himself, what do you think Sue's going to do? And I, I don't know, man. I think he helps out Cameron Wake. I think the type of football player he is – um, he he just he takes up a lot of real estate and he's really strong. He's kind of dirty, but his numbers don't jump out at you. Um, he gets some type of pressure, but he's just not that type of guy for me, man. And I'm not a big big Sue fan. Like I I think he's a great player, not taking nothing away, but I don't think he's gonna do anything. Just like Mike Wallace, I don't I don't I don't think he's gonna do anything for that team. What about you, B? What, what, what do you think Sue is going to do? You, you saw firsthand what he did for your Lions, man, for the last few years. Do you think he's going to be a difference maker uh, for the Dolphins going forward? Uh, probably so because, I mean, Dolphins' defense was actually pretty pretty decent. It was pretty good. Right. I mean, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't see anything, like, you know, super, like, horrible with their defense. I remember they were stopping some good – they were stopping some good teams. And I think the only thing they need to really focus on now is offense. I think they did – Give Dominic Sue a little bit too much money. I don't think they, you know, they 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 still need to kind of spread the wealth on the offensive end of the ball as well because I thought their defense was pretty solid. So I think adding him on there, I think it makes their defense. I mean, and then not in a really so tough division. I mean, with this with this with exception of the Patriots. I mean, I don't Bills and Jets. Are they, are you really like kind of worried about the Bills and Jets? You know, make some like really really big noise in, in the NFC East. I mean, the AFC East. You know, probably not. So I think I think Dolphins, if they can if they can try to find a way to to, to break even or, or get a sweep with the Patriots, I think Dolphins look look pretty okay taking that AFC East division with with adding the Dominic through and, and bringing their defense making that defense even more you know even tougher. What about you, Ken? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with with being. Um, if he on this man, I don't, I don't know if he'll, if he'll make that much of a difference. I think you're still gonna need the coaches to to come in there and and, and make sense of it all. But um, but that's that's about it. They have a nice defensive line, but I, I don't know if he'll be enough to take them over the top, take them from eight and eight to like ten or six. I don't know if he's gonna add that. Right, I think um I. I... I think he's a difference maker. I, I just don't know, and it's not so much as because the Dolphins, like B said, they, they've traditionally had a, a solid defense over the past couple of years. Not really sold on Joe Philbin as a coach, but that's just me. Um, you know, they, they're going to have to show up the offensive side of the ball. They really just, they're not explosive, but the Dolphins' defense keeps them in games. 
and, and you need that in the air. I mean, you know, Captain Sneak, since you're a Patriots fan, no matter what the, the Dolphins' record is, you're always your team is always going to get a, a tough game from them, no matter what. So I think that you know, having a guy like Sue and he's chasing around a guy like Brady, you need that. Um, but it's it's, it's going to be tough. They need just a couple more players. I don't think Mike Wallace is the answer. And I, I was very very high on Mike Wallace at one point in time. Um, they need a couple more playmakers to get them over the hump on the offense side of the ball. I think Sue makes that defense that much better because he helped Detroit. I think for the most part, Detroit was in the top five all season last year in defense. So, um, yeah, so that it, it's I, they just need a couple more playmakers on the offense side of the ball, and I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, I, I think Sue's going to have a, a big impact. I think that uh, – you know, the, their D-line is going to be tremendous. Uh, I think, the, you know, they probably need to bring in another linebacker and maybe a, another corner maybe. But I think their defense is going to be pretty good, um, you know. And I think the Patriots really have to look into drafting interior, like interior linemen this year because uh, I think it's, when, it's Dan Conley that may not be back next year. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know. That's just – and, you know, Sue's in the middle. So, you know, we're really going to have to shore that up, you know, considering we're playing them twice now. And um, I guess I'll leave you guys with this. Like, I really believe that you got that everyone is sleeping on Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford has never really had the talent around him. Steven Jackson was, you know, kind of going towards the end of the career. Brandon Lloyd, Dr., you know, you never know what you're going to get with him. Devin Amendola, well, I know from a Patriots fan, he can't stay on the field, even though he came up big for us this year. It's just um, You know, and he's only had really, I think, Josh McDaniels for, you know, he had him as a coordinator for part of 2010, I think, or something. And that was the only coordinator that I that I would consider that he's had that's great. So I think that, uh, you know, he is injury prone. Uh, that is something you have to be aware of with him. And to answer that caller, it was his two. It was his left ACL. I think he injured that twice. You know, same yeah. same ACL. Um, I just think, for me, I think you know he he fits what Chip Kelly needs. Uh, he's a guy that's gonna. He's got a quick release. You know, he's played in the offense before, albeit in college. But I think he's a really good fit for Chip Kelly's offense. And I think that the Eagles need to see what they have there with uh, Sam Bradford. And I, if it was me, I would since he's only got one year left on his contract, let's see what you got with uh, Sam Bradford. And then, like, I think Q said this in his, uh, you know, his rant that if, uh, <laughs> you know, if it doesn't work out, then you've got next year to draft a QB. But uh, I know you guys are up against it, so I'll let you go. But uh, thanks as always, and uh, y'all have a good one. And just remember, the Super Bowl is not won in March. It's won after all this. Y'all have a good one. Hey, you too, Captain Speak. Hey, man. That's it, man. That's the show. <laughs> Just that fast. I mean, like, it seems like we got on the air literally like 10 minutes ago. Uh, got to thank everybody for calling in. Got to thank, first and foremost, man, got to thank the fellas. Got to thank the crew, Ken, B, and FIFO. Uh, make sure that you hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, make sure that you check out our website, deadendsports.com. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. Watch, subscribe, and share with your friends. Share it with everybody. Tell everybody about the best sports talk show 
out here right now. Make sure that you check us out. Uh, like I said, hit us up. Hit us up if you miss any parts of tonight's show. Check out our website. We'll have the podcast up on there. You can also check us out on Stitcher as well as iTunes. And now we can now be heard on SoundCloud. So if you got SoundCloud, check us out on there as well. Um, so we definitely appreciate the love from everybody who called in tonight. Uh, so that's going to do it for this week, man. Make sure that you come back next week. We're going to do it once again. Uh, so for Ken, for B, for FIFO, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Well, I'll let you, ne- you guys next week. Peace. Peace.